Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslanko, pastor of the community of Saints Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isadoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 2, Episode 24 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from June 9th, 2019, Pentecost Sunday in Year C. The Gospel for this week is John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. Let's listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of John. On the evening of that first day, the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst, and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. As we encounter and embrace all that life places before us, the joys and the sorrows, the accomplishments, the challenges, how we see the events that are a part of the ever-evolving fabric of who we are is going to make a huge difference in how we feel about ourselves and even feel about God. When we're going through a difficult time, a struggle, a dark moment in our lives, a period of suffering, when we find ourselves disappointed, off-center. Our tendency is to take our vision and our understanding and focus exclusively on that trial or that difficulty. We find it hard to see the bigger picture of things, to connect the dots, And to realize that even though what we're presently encountering and going through is a struggle and a difficulty, that God is no way finished with us yet. It's hard for us to realize that what we experience here in this life is just the beginning, a drop in the bucket of how life is going to continue to unfold for us as God continues to create and recreate us in this temporal world, but then most assuredly in the one to come. Our belief in God the Father, our belief in Jesus his Son, our understanding of some of the key doctrines of our faith, such as the Trinity, or the incarnation, God becoming one in Jesus Christ, 
or even the resurrection, the opening of the gates of life of eternity to those who believe. All of those things are just things, pious thoughts, unless they take root in our hearts and we allow them to tell us something about who we are and who God is. It's the Holy Spirit who is responsible for opening those avenues, of opening those doors, of connecting the dots and showing us the bigger picture of life. It is the Holy Spirit who can empower us to step out of our own way and to realize just how magnificent God's presence is and how big life really is meant to be. It's also the task of the Holy Spirit to clarify for us the path of our journey, to show us the light and infuse us with joy. Even look at those original disciples. Even after living with Jesus and listening to him, accompanying him to the cross, experiencing the resurrection, they still really didn't understand what the mission was, what they were called to do. It's only when the Holy Spirit comes upon them that they're infused with the fire of divine love, leave what they know to be comfortable and embark on a journey of preaching and teaching as Jesus instructed them to do. It was with the gift of the Holy Spirit that they had this aha moment and understanding, not only intellectually, but interiorly, was given to them. Well, through a habit and life of prayer and through a life lived close to God and interiorly with God, we can achieve that same level of understanding. We too, by the power of the Holy Spirit, can experience that deep inner joy. That regardless of the challenges that we're facing, regardless of the crosses we're asked to bear, there's still something more going on within us. Something infusing us with hope and with love and bringing us to that place of joy. So how can we begin to tell the difference between a person who is in tune with the Spirit versus one who is not? I suppose it's an easier path to kind of just go with the flow of life and not really pay much mind or cognizance to the greater story of who I am, the greater path that I'm on. But a person who begins to pursue that path, who begins to open the door to God's presence, who begins to experience the work of the Holy Spirit, moving them and bringing them to a place of wholeness, peacefulness, and joy, their lives are going to be lived differently. The person who is in touch with the Holy Spirit is going to see things differently. 
The world just isn't the world anymore, but it's a place that is bursting and alive with God's presence. Think of the lessons we learn from someone like St. Francis of Assisi. He was so in touch with this reality that he called the sun brother and the moon sister. All of creation spoke to him of God's love, and he felt this inner connection to all that God made, not just his brothers and sisters in faith. How we see things changes. The world is just not the world anymore, but a blessing given to us on purpose by a God who loves us, who says, take care of this precious gift I have given you. It is mine for you to share in and manage while you are here. Treat it well. How we behave and how we act and what we do will change. We no longer act just for ourselves and for our own benefit, but we act on behalf of others, putting into action Jesus' words to love one another as I have loved you. We're going to live life more compassionately, seeing solidarity with the wounds of others, knowing that as brothers and sisters in faith, we all hurt. We all have moments when we're brought to our knees in tears. We all have touched and brushed up against some form of suffering in our lives. And so we share that common story with others. And we live more compassionately because as I understand my own pain, I can now understand yours better. And then the person who is in touch with the Holy Spirit will live more purposefully, purposefully. There's an intent and a purpose to what I do, how I act, how I behave, how I organize my life that is extended beyond just my own comfort zone or my own role in the world. Something greater has a claim on me, and that something greater is God. And so, at the end of the day, the stuff of life can either make or break us, We can allow it to present us with deeper wounds, greater scars. We can become insulated, turned inward, and just go about the motions of what's around us. Or we can allow the Holy Spirit to expand the way we see things, the way we embrace things. We can allow the Holy Spirit to deepen our relationship with the fullness of God, and change us, create us and recreate us, and remind us that there's something more. And when that happens, we will experience deep joy. Do we know that joy? Or do we allow all of the difficulties of life, the disappointments of life, the trials of life, and the challenges of life to rob us of it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.